Oh, hey there, everyone. It's uh, Dave Barnett with the investlocalbook.com blog site. Um, just the other day, Friday night, me and a good friend went and visited um, in a town near here, Bucktouche, New Brunswick. Um, I heard a rumor through the grapevine that there was a Napoleon Hill Institute certified trainer coming to do a session about goals um, and about achieving the things that you want in life. And I frantically searched on the internet and indeed I found this. It was uh, an event like uh, on one of these sites, kind of like Eventbrite, but it wasn't. It was like a, a myevent.com or something like this. Anyway, I found the event. It was for Friday night from like 6.30 till 10. And I decided, you know what, this is great because I love Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I use the methodologies in that book in order to do goal setting, in particular with my peer mentoring group, my mastermind group. Now, the whole concept of a mastermind uh, comes from Think and Go Rich, Think and Grow Rich, the Napoleon Hill book. So I wanted to go and hear what the guy had to say. And um, then after I bought the ticket, I found out that uh, the whole weekend apparently was a huge session for a multi-level marketing program for an instant coffee product called Organic Gold. Organic Gold, I think it is. Anyway, so um, so then I was kind of like, well, you know, is this going to be a good session or not? Well, I have the ticket, so I'm going to go. I'm going to find out. And indeed, it was a really great refresher on the whole goal setting process. And there were a couple of tidbits, just little bits of information that I took out of the session that um, I know that I don't do a good enough job at with my own goal setting. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over it and share it with you here. I did take some notes. So excuse me while I, I, I refer to them. But uh, basically what Napoleon Hill says is that you need to fix the exact amount of money or whatever it is you wish to achieve. Uh, and you have to be very specific. So uh, you can't, you have to say like, I want to have uh, $5,555 by September 35th 31st, 2015. So exactly what you want. You have to be specific. Um, number two, it, determine exactly what you intend to give. Now, this is the one that most people in their goal setting, when they think of SMART goals, they fail to do this because they're thinking about specific, measurable, attainable, realistic uh, goals, and they, they don't ever say what it is that they intend to give up because uh, you really can't wish for things out of nowhere. So if you're going to wish for $5,555 by September 31st, 2015, you have to state in your goal what you're willing to give up to get that. So for example, I'm willing to give up you know, hours of my time to an employer, for instance, or I'm willing to work 20 hours a week in addition to my full-time job on a home-based business, for instance. This is what I'm willing to give to the universe in order to get the specific thing that I want. Uh, number three, oh, is establish a definite date. I kind of already did that. So September 31st, 2015, let's say. Number four is create a definite plan to carry out and begin at once. So create a plan for how you're going to do it. Okay, so I'm going to buy laundry detergent at a wholesale place in the neighboring town, and I'm going to drive around my neighborhood selling it. 
I don't know, a specific plan. And you have to start at once, which means get off your duff and do it. Uh, because thinking about it doesn't achieve anything. Then it says write, okay, then number five is write out a clear, concise statement of the money, date, cost, and the plan. And number six is read it aloud twice daily minimum. So you create this whole plan and then you have to read it aloud. Now, later on in the session though, about 15 minutes after he went over this, he brought back this little nugget that I have always missed. And he actually quoted from Thinking Grow Rich. Um, and it says that your subconscious, of course, the reason why you're writing it out and the reason why you're repeating it twice a day aloud is to allow your subconscious to work towards this goal, even when you may not be thinking specifically about it. But what he read from the book, what the speaker said, is that your subconscious works on words mixed with feelings. And he highlighted the word emotions. So you can't just say, I will work 20 hours a week in addition to my full-time job. It's, I will enthusiastically work 20 hours a week joyfully in addition to my full-time job. And enthusiastically and happily and, you know, with vigor and fanciful, whimsical endeavors, etc. So you got to work in emotional components into the stated goal um, so that your subconscious can more readily grab hold of it. Um, and, and that was something that I had never pulled out of the book, even though I've read it a few times um, about the goal setting. And even in the other great goal-setting book that I've read, which is called The Physics of Success, which is available on Amazon, um, in that book, the, the steps are written out clearly. And that's the first time I, when I read The Physics of Success was the first time when I really focused on stating what you're willing to give in order to get. But in that book, Maybe it's there, I don't know, but I, I missed the whole emotion part. Now, it was written by an engineer, so maybe he, didn't, he missed it too. Um, but then, okay, here's the thing. So, good seminar, a good investment of my Friday evening, okay? Lots of people were sitting around watching TV, drinking beer. I was investing in my own self. I feel good about that. The speaker was good, gave me lots of insights into the into Think and Grow Rich. Thought it was great. Now... At one point during his seminar, uh, and he spoke for three hours, at one point during the, the whole presentation, he made the comment that the poor and middle class work for money and the rich let their money work for them. Okay? And uh, you know, Robert Kiyosaki is someone who is famous for repeating that line. And it's, you know, I think it's bang on. It's very accurate. A gentleman sitting right, right behind me, in the row right behind me, raised his hand during the Q&A period, and he, they gave him the microphone, and he asked, what does that mean, you know, the, the middle class and poor work for money and the rich let their money work for them? And what the speaker said is he said, well, he says it means exactly what it, what it, how it sounds. The middle class and the poor work really hard all day to get money. And he says, what, what having money works, working for you means is that you, you get together with other people and you all cooperatively get together and, you know, help each other, you know, build a network of synergies and blah, blah, blah. 
And he just, he went on for like five minutes of bullshit, uh, which of course doesn't mean anything to do with having your money work for you. Having your money work for you is what I wrote about in Invest Local. You give a guy 2,500 bucks, you charge him 15.9% interest, and after uh, three years, you made almost 500 bucks for yourself. That's letting your money work for you, okay? It, it grows independent of your own labor. I mean, what I realized then is that the whole guy's presentation really was slanted towards the whole sales pitch that weekend of the MLM, the Organic Gould uh, Instant Coffee thing. And, um, you know, do I have anything against MLMs? No, not really. Um, they are what they are. Uh, I know that Robert Kiyosaki uh, likes MLMs because he says it's an instant business that you can start for like a couple hundred bucks and that they do a lot of sales training. And if you are not a person who's been trained in sales and you don't know how to do it, it's a way for you to get out of your shell, get out there, talk to people, etc. So in that respect, I think that MLMs are okay. But from the experiences that I have heard other people talk about and what people have explained to me is that a lot of MLMs set up a system that you know, in order to achieve certain status, you have to have a certain minimum amount of sales each month. And they build this almost like the cable company where if you want the good stuff, you have to take all the bad channels too, you know? So you, you end up where if you just pick the channels you want, you're going to pay almost as much as you would if you just took the jumbo mega pack kind of thing. And so what I know that happens is a lot of people that get into these MLMs, they try to get up to the next level. And what they end up doing is they end up buying a lot of the stuff, the gizmos, the you know magical weight loss juice or whatever it is. They buy a ton of it themselves. So I realized, I had a little epiphany moment right there, that these MLM companies have an interest in a few people achieving financial freedom and ending up you know at the top of the pyramid with a hundred little worker bees below them. But they don't want the worker bees to quit their jobs and become full-time MLMers. No, they don't want that. Because they know that the worker bees need to work their butt off at their day jobs in order to buy all the magical weight loss juice in order to maintain, you know, third degree black belt in the levels um, because they're all trying to get to the top of the pyramid. Anyway, just a little insight, but Basically, uh, almost three hours of feeling reinvigorated and re-energized and some new valuable insights into Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, which I highly recommend everyone read, um, kind of tipped over and thrown by the wayside by one self-serving comment um, meant to, you know, sort of initiate, I think, a whole weekend of sales pitches for that MLM program um, that I didn't go to. Anyway, that's all for me. Um, it's Tuesday, June 2. House closing still hasn't happened today. Lawyers waiting for the um, proper survey documents, but things around here are going to start being packed up soon. So over the next week or two, expect more car videos uh, as my you know place here in the house starts to get uh, a little bit uh, topsy-turvy. Uh, and then the exciting thing, once we get into the new house, uh, I'm going to start building the Opportunity Lab. 
and we should have all kinds of exciting new videos there because I'm going to make a place where I can shoot in front of a whiteboard so I can start to explain things with drawings. Anyway, have a good night. We'll talk to you later. Bye.